All right, everybody, welcome back. So this week we have a lot to cover. Uh, Millar is going to talk about um, how Guns and Gadgets screwed up an entire YouTube video. Uh, I'm going to talk about uh, Trajectory Arms taking over production of something pretty cool. Uh, we're going to go over Brownells. Uh, we got a couple of things to talk about there in regards to Brownells. I have the SCT-19 frame. Roscoe was kind enough to send me out a uh, barrel for a very significant reduced cost for the Glock 19 um, and Brownells slides. And we're going to cover a lot more other stuff. So first of all, um, huge thank you to Brownells. They sent out the uh, SCT-19 slide that I have here. Um, they also sent out the, um, I'm sorry, did I say the SCT-19 slide? I meant the SCT-19 uh, frame um, that I have a Brownells windowed RMR cut slide. Uh, I have some iron backup iron sights. The suppressor ones are on the way. And then I have an RMR riding on top of this guy. We're going to make this my little, uh, my little war gun that could. Um, and then a uh, huge it doesn't go chugga chugga though right it goes pew pew yeah it goes it well pew, it does it, go, it does with these awesome uh stand one armory nine millimeter um i got a thousand rounds for less than 300 bucks um my dog is absolutely um ridiculous and he's going crazy so i'm sorry if you're hearing him in the background but uh <clears throat> yeah it is pretty sweet and i have absolutely loved um, building out this little frame, uh, uh, as always, Roscoe being super awesome for sending out the Glock 19 barrel. And then, yeah, Brownells, huge shout out to Brownells. They are the best company on the planet. Go go down. There'll be links in the description for everything down below. Uh, Millar, what are you covering this week in terms of what you got at Brownells? We'll talk about my product of the week more in depth when you're done. Well, currently I am, obviously we are only a voice only podcast, but I picked up the Spiritus systems. Do not uh, mess with the, any Velcro while you're playing with this. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to blow everybody's ears out. Yeah. Uh, the, the V119 uh, plate carrier to go along with my placard for my chest rig. I have been loving that chest rig, loving it. Um, so I, I went ahead and I snagged up the, uh, the plate carrier um working on outfitting that now i have one plate in working on figuring out the cummerbund the cummerbund was a there was some choices to be made there there's three different cummerbunds i went with the standard molly webbed uh one uh i was eyeing the tube one the reason i did not go with the tube one uh was a friend of a friend is special forces um and not, you know, not on call of duty. Um, so I went ahead and I went non-tubes because his suggestion was, you know, if something were to happen and tubes were to fail, it's not like you have a second tube just sitting around there. I mean, you could, you could order backup tubes. Um, I, I do acknowledge that, but that's extra shit to carry when you could just carry regular cummerbund with Velcro. So I went ahead. I got the standard set up for now. Being everything is modular. What is that noise in the background? Ice machine. Ah, oh, you got an ice machine. All right, keep going. You got iced. Anyways. <laughs> uh, so there was three different options. There was the elastic version with the mag pouches on the side, which is pretty sexy. You can fit your Balfang radios in there. Um, there was the version I got with the the molly webbing uh and then there was a molly web with tubes version uh for those that aren't familiar with tubes it's kind of a quick on and off 
um, mounting system. So yeah, I was actually going to ask, what what do you mean by tubes? You have to explain this to people. So they they yeah they call them tubes, but it I'm not even sure how to describe it. I mean, it's two pieces of plastic with a little click like clickable slot in it, so you're able to grab it, oh, slide it in. Oh, okay. So it's yeah, like a, and, it's like a zipper, but without the zipper piece. And plastic. Well, yeah, but it's it's like a zipper. It's, meaning it's like a big one zipper. Piece goes right it, into yeah, things. it's yeah. it's a big zipper. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, so my thought process was, um, first off, if you're running the Molly webbed, whether it be the standard one or the tube version, you can run side plates, the elastic version. You don't have the option of side plates. You can put your sexy bow fang in there and run your comms out of it. But I went ahead, I went this route. So I have the option of side plates. And they don't have to worry about tubes blowing out because just like bicycles, cars, tubes so, blow out. But it's it's a it's a glass reinforced polymer, correct? It's not it's not just like some chintzy piece of plastic. Look at it this way: if you are set on running side tubes, you're thinking you could have a round to the side, and if you have tubes there, you could lose your tubes. Your plate might be intact. Your tube is fucked. Yes, but that's the thing. <clears throat> Come the end of the world, I think by the time you're running a plate carrier, like, I mean, if you're taking rounds to your plate carrier, you're probably not going to be surviving for very much longer after that. Even if your plate stops it, like no one's going to perfectly hit you in the plate just that one time. Like you're probably going to take a couple hits in other places before it even gets close. I to mean, this is true, but... I'm not going to run a tube that it's potentially has a higher failure risk than. Well, my question is, is my question is, why not run the quicker way and then have your backup like your non-tube or whatever? See, because here's here's my thing. When I was in the army, I had, I what is that a Condor plate carrier? Lasted two deployments. It's all Velcro. That's it's, why I went all Velcro. Thank it's you. Still sitting here, like. <laughs> I got I got no issues with it at all. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Just it looks hideous because it's AC. It looks hideous because it's ACU. Looks awful ACU. But dude, an, a ninety dollar plate carrier lasted me two deployments and worked out but, really well. But that's what I'm saying. The tubes are are more money, and yes, I see their benefit for the quick on off aspect. But if you're looking for long run, I. See, the, I, see, I personally run be, right to the Velcro. If you want to be real quick with the off, just pull the emergency tab on the front. Emergency tab? Don't you have a little emergency tab? So like when you undo it, like your whole thing falls apart? Not that I know of. Oh, you, might have, got, you might have to show me this stripping I've got feature. An, I've got an emergency tab. Hold on. Hold on. Holding. Do-do-do-do. <laughs> All right, we are waiting on Hoodlum to break out this emergency tab. I'm pretty stoked to see it. Um, but yeah, I, I went ahead. I got the Granger green. You know, I had to have my green. Um, all right, he's back. Let's see this emergency tab. Okay, so right under here, I'm not going to undo it, but as you can see, like when you, if you were to lift this piece up, you pull on this, you pull this guy straight down. When you pull it straight down, you see this wire that runs up through here? 
I have never seen that on any other carrier I have seen. So that's got to be a military issue. This is a no, man. This is a Condor plate carrier. I'm just 2009. I'm pulling my stuff off of a Condor carrier. I don't have this. I'm pretty sure this is a Condor carrier. I don't even know, dude. This thing lasted for forever. That's all I know. And it still works. Like, like who said the Chinese can't make something decent every once in a while, you know? <clears throat> all I'm saying is tubes get flat. Just run the Velcro. Sure. Um, <laughs> I mean, do, do whatever you need to do, you know? Like, if that's what you want to run, then that's what you want to run. I don't really care. All right. So are you still continuing to talk about your product? I think we're good. I mean, I'm, yeah. So is that, I, I, I mean, so, and this is all a part of like your ecosystem for the gear testing, correct? I need, I need to also add in, cause we talked about it before I got the gear clip. I'm going to test the gear clip. There may or may not be a YouTube on it. I don't even we'll know what this is purpose built for. The carrier or the gear clip? That is so loud on the microphone. Stop that. Oh, shit. Is it really loud? I'll yeah. Put I'll put it down. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so the gear clip uh, slides behind your um, your placard. Yeah, and I know. But what is it for? I don't care where it goes. You could stick it on your forehead. You for can all I care. Dang, dangle, dangle your um, chem lights, your IR chem lights. Wait, why would you have a chem light on there? Why not? Why would you? So everything's not, so that so things aren't in pockets. Do you not have a strobe? What am I strobing? I don't know yourself. I don't know. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. Like you're everything you're has no a sense. purpose. Strobe making, is different than you're a... making no sense as to why you need this twenty five dollar piece of of equipment to dangle things off of your body, which you I can mean, do with five fifty cord. You're going to make me shift into a whole other product I was eyeing here. <laughs> <laughs> the Unity, the Spark Marker Light. If you're looking for the strobe, have you looked at that? Not even once in a lifetime. Check that shit out. Velcro. Velcro. It comes in, it comes in IR. It comes in blue. It comes in green. It comes in white. It comes in red. You, you can slap that thing on your helmet. You can stick oh, it in your plate carrier. Okay, Six, that's not $16. It is 200 plus hours of runtime. And I'm pretty sure you can change the batteries, right? I don't think so. I think it's made as like a one-time use sealed unit. But for 16 bucks, I mean, if you go out and buy a lithium battery, a lithium battery... I mean, some of those things are like a buck 50 anyways. So if you're getting 200 plus hours out of this... I'd gladly buy another one of these. So I, I do intend to buy probably a green as well as a IR. Um, yeah. And yeah, I mean, I plan to implement that in my kit in some fashion. There you go. Have fun with whatever that is. I have no idea what it is. but I will tell you, it won't mount on the gear hook since we took a sidetrack. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my thing. I don't plan on operating with anybody who will be doing that but the cool part is is i know that when i get night vision i'll be able to see if the enemy has a strobe and if the enemy has a strobe i'm going to be turning on my strobe i don't i don't <laughs> I, honestly like you pointed out and 
I don't think most people are aware of this, but you get those IR um, flags on the side of your helmet. They light up like a street light. So I just so want, I want if you're actually national. trying to like be like low key, don't run that shit on the side of your helmet. Run a regular. So, so I want all patch. the National Guard slash regular army guys who are going to deploy in the U.S. streets here to understand one thing. I know your tactics and I am perfectly willing to play your game. <laughs> so with that out of the way. <laughs> yeah. So that, that's my product of the week. Uh, well, my products of the week, this uh, Spiritus carrier, the V119, as well as the um, unity spark. Check that shit out. I mean, you cannot go wrong with 16 bucks and, um, people uh being able to see where you are at night this is true i mean unless it's the enemy of course let me just let me preface this (laughs) (laughs) so um my product of the week is going to go into something that i think is pretty sweet um now this is technically considered a firearm when you buy just the frame but you can go get the sct manufacturing which is called saint croix tactical um and croix is spelled like that stupid french name um so you know i guess we're buying stuff from french people now and uh but it's it's a sweet frame i mean it's stippled everywhere it's got gas pedals on the left and the right hand side for us lefties it work, it's working out fantastic. It's got a double undercut under the trigger guard. It's got a Picatinny rail up front for your lights, lasers, and all sorts of, if you want to hang your truck nuts off of there or whatever, I don't care. You can do whatever you want with the Picatinny mount up top. Um, and then I went and got a Brownells uh, windowed slide, which I also got the frame, um, the SCT-19 frame and the parts kit uh, for this from Brownells. And then I got a CMC trigger that's coming tomorrow for this whole thing. I mean, guys, we're going to have a pretty decked out gun here, and I think that's going to be pretty sweet. So I can't wait to do that. Um, but yeah, I have the Brownells windowed slide on there. And then Roscoe was super kind, and they sent out a uh, um, Glock 19 uh, 9mm barrel, excuse me, part of their Bloodline series, which is pretty cool. Uh, and it honestly, it feels nice. I don't know how this gun is going to run coming out of the box. I've heard you could have mixed results of P80s. They could work really well coming out or not. Um, I'm assuming with this hundred percent frame with the, um, so I, apparently also the other difference with this frame is the, what are they called? The things inside of the frame are, are not, they're not pinned in Wait. place. They're built in. Uh, the locking block. The, no, not the, not the locking block. The um, the rails, rear rail, the rails, the rear rail, and the front rail are built into the frame. They're not pinned in like they are on the P80 frames. Like these are actually built in, from what I've heard. That's they're different. like polymer welded in or whatever. Yeah, so they're they're welded into the frame. I mean, there's all sorts of cool stuff with this. It is a Gen 3 lower receiver. Um, you can run it with a Glock 19 slide, or if you have the Brownells um, 19 long slide, which apparently just gives you a 17 with a 19 slide. I have no idea how all that works either. Um, but it's Brownells, pretty sexy. I have one. Yeah. I mean, oh crap. <sighs> I apologize for the on there, but um, this, this gun has actually turned out really well. Um, I do have a set of uh, suppressor height iron sights um, coming for this. Uh, I don't normally run iron sights, but I figured if it's a pistol, 
um, and I'm running an RMR, which has the tendency to kind of break pretty easily, uh, why not run backup iron sights on it, especially if this is going to be kind of a war gun. I don't normally believe in backup iron sights, but if you have a war gun, you should probably definitely have those on there. Um, honestly, this is a pretty sweet little gun. I can't wait to get out and shoot it. Hopefully it's not a giant turd when I take it out. So I'll let you guys um, know next week. I'm very excited to hear about this one. Um, I wouldn't compare it to a P80 because it is 100% unless you're getting 100% P80. I, I because don't know I think what the you're tolerance. Playing, I don't know what you're playing around with, but it's pretty loud. Oh, it's the carrier. Put it down. I'm so, put it I'm excited. down. I'm excited. Put it, put it down. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I would not. Uh, I would not compare that to a P80 because the P80s because it's not a hundred percent. You just yeah. I mean they they run. They but run. If, they run. If you know P80s what you're doing, run? if yeah, if you know what you're doing, you can make them run all day. But the I mean, uh, but there's there's some out there one, that so. people have had issues with. I've never I'll, I'll put it this way I've never messed with a P80 nor do I really care, um, and I don't really know how to make that sound any more rude to polymer eighty, um, because I, I mean I think there's there's the crowd that and and I kind of fall in that of people that like to be able to build the whole thing. Yeah, but this also gives you that for. There's different. There's a difference. Not really. In my opinion. I feel like if you don't want to build this and you don't want to pay $200 for a polymer 80 lower, like lower, um, I would go buy this at Brownells because it's a $50 frame. I mean, this was, a, uh, I mean, granted prices change all the time, but this is a $50 frame. You can go pick this frame up at Brownells, have it sent to your FFL for 50 bucks. Um, I think, I think total 50 bucks plus I didn't even pay for shipping because I'm on that program. Um, but 50 bucks plus whatever this is, I mean, it's not, I think it came out to maybe $60 total. I mean, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. I mean, $50 with a lower parts kit, you have, which was like $39 from Brownells. You can go pick up a lower parts kit for 39 bucks. It's Brownells mm -hmm. branded lower parts kit. You can have a complete Glock 19 frame for, for 75, 80 bucks. Ship to your you house. Can, hell, you could build a Gucci one out with probably an Apex trigger for two hundred bucks or just so, under, or so just over two hundred. With this frame, the CNC trigger, and the lower parts kit that I got, um, that would be that would be three hundred dollars for that, and then with the slide being another hundred, hundred and fifty bucks, um, and then uh, the Brownells. If you get a Brownells barrel, another hundred fifty bucks. You're looking at you're looking at a better triggered. Glock 19 factory straight out of the box. And then you can go slap an optic of your choice on there. I mean, to me, honestly, this is, I think this is a better deal than the dagger. I honestly think this is a better deal than the PSA dagger. I would if you agree. Get a, if you get a, if you go get a Brownells slide and barrel, you get a lower parts kit from Brownells and you pick up this frame. I guarantee you you're spending less money on a complete gun with those crappy sites that, that you can get from Glock. You're spending less money on this gun than you will spend on a PSA dagger. I would agree. I think, I, I'm, I mean, there's just no, I'm, you know what? You need to talk about something. I'm going to write this out right now. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. You're you, writing this down. I'm going to write down how much it's going to cost to build this. And you are going to talk about stuff while I, while I'll I talk about, I'll, I'll go into our news segment. Okay, go on. Well, I try not to make my plate carrier make too much noise. Okay, put the plate carrier down. 
Yeah, give me a second. Let me put it down because it, it, <laughs> it might be a little noisy while I move it. You know, I'm going <laughs> to mute you. So you're on mute now. Um, and then, so yeah, we're definitely going to write down all the the costs of this uh, with my with my Apex trigger, with the Brownells slide, with um, just a straight Brownells barrel, and the lower parts kit with the St. Croix frame. I want to see exactly how much this is going to be. SCT 19 frame is $49.99. Damn it, I need a piece of paper. All right, Surefire, here you go. All right, if you want to unmute yourself. All right, well, first first uh, order of duty. Who sent Hoodlum an OK Industries mag? Please gift me with the same. And <laughs> For real, I don't know how. So two weeks ago, and I, I completely, <laughs> so I didn't know this happened two weeks ago. I only found out like two days ago. Um, I got a OK Industries magazine just just straight up in my mailbox. Had my real name on it. Like like people, normal people don't know my actual name. Uh, normal people who follow me don't know my actual name. And they just sent me like a straight up OK Industries mag. So if you want to send more, by all means, just whatever you do, don't send a single one to Millar because he's a huge fanboy. And <laughs> I, I would love me some. In fact, I, yeah, well, after you told me that, I told my buddy, I said, order me three. But anyway, <laughs> anyways, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So going to our news segment, we're going to discuss, um, you know, I, this one caught my eye. Guns and Gadgets posted, and I hate to call it, kind of call him out, but he posted on the appeals court hearing challenging Maryland's CCW license. This was on October 19th. Um, the court was not hearing anything to do with a Maryland CCW license. They were hearing on their um, handgun qualification license, a license that is required for citizens to purchase a handgun. Um, so kind of fake news there in his thing, but ultimately, um, listening to his YouTube, I do agree that there's going to be a lot of eyes from other states, anti-gun states, looking at how the court handles this case, because if the court agrees that historically there is a president's set of training requirements to own a firearm, which um, going back to his YouTube again, he stated that the attorney general um, referenced back when militias were founded that there was a specific training that was required for people to be part of the militia. Um, so if they, if they validate that as a true fact and reason why um, you would need a license or form of training to purchase a firearm, many of these anti-gun states are going to jump on that bandwagon of creating a licensing scheme um, to do so. So that is um, that is the news for the week. Keep an eye on that case to see what uh, what happens. Okay. But when you're done, uh, you're you're good to go. Okay, so we'll use code WLS10 at checkout. Okay, for you to build a dagger or for you to buy a completed dagger will cost you three hundred fifty eight dollars. For you to buy um the the SCT 19 frame with the 
uh, Brownell 1719 lower parts kit, which comes with a trigger. It comes with a whole trigger group and everything. It's $36.99. Um, the RMR cut slide for uh, $149.99. The Gen 3 slide kit. And I just went with a bullshit um, Glock 19 uh, Lone Wolf barrel for $69.99. You can have a complete pistol. Complete pistol, complete Glock 19 minus sights for 347. Let me find Glock sights real quick. Holy cow. That blows away Anderson. Yeah, so Glock sights. um, Let's see. They have some cheapo freaking Glock sights. Where are they? Um, If you were to get cheap OEM sights... I think you're only because the other day they were they were I saw them. I actually was going to I think buy they're them. like 15, 20 bucks for the set. Yeah, I I mean maybe. So add another yeah. Okay, yes. Yeah. So for the front poly screw on site is six dollars for the rear is six dollars. So yeah. you're spending you're spending an add an additional thirteen dollars. So let's do that real quick. So these are the these are the completed sites. Make sure you add an edge on there too, because you yes. want that thing in two days. Well, yeah, I have Edge, so that's what... I'm just telling everybody else. <laughs> yeah, if you don't have Edge, it doesn't make any sense for you to not have Edge. It's 50 bucks a year. Go buy it. Um, and what the cool part is, is you can buy like three years in a row, and it will be good. So, I'm so yes. So, the SCT-19 frame coming in at $49.99 with the WLS-10, you're saving five bucks. So you're getting it for $45. With um, the Glock 19 and 17 lower parts kit from Brownells. It's $36.99. You're also saving $3 with code WLS10. With the 149 slide, the RMR Gen 3 slide, it's $149.99. And this is the RMR cut slide. So you can add an RMR to it. You have your slide parts kit from Brownells for $49.99. Your lone wolf barrel, which I heard terrible things. I don't know if that is true or not. I've just heard people say, don't buy lone wolf stuff. It doesn't work very well. $69.99 plus you save seven bucks there. And then your front and rear sites for $6.49 each. It's $360.41. $360.41 checked out to and then you're good. Like this is this is in my cart right now. I'm at the page where I could go buy it for $300. Um, for $369, use the code uh, WLS10. After everything, it comes out to uh, $360.41. I think that's cheaper than buying a dagger, right? It, well, it, yeah, well, I, you know, thinking about it, you probably don't have mags in there. So I'd call it like 400 bucks with like Magpul. There, uh, those, are, those are like 15 bucks for a Magpul mag. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, like 400 bucks. Yeah, so add a mag. I'm I'm just saying if you wanted a Glock 19 and you have say you have another Glock 19, I think you can buy you can build this gun for just as cheap as you could build everything else. Yes. I mean, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I think that's pretty awesome. I personally no, yeah, would it's... go with the Brownells barrel, not the um lone wolf one. That's just me. I would add another hundred dollars to that. Also, I would not go with the stock glock trigger at all i think that's for weird people who like weird things um that's me yeah you're weird um so so, but i mean a lower parts kit for a glock for a 1719 lower parts kit coming in at 36.99 that's not bad that's that's a great deal um and i actually use that same lower parts kit in my 17 um which don't ever don't uh, 
I hate, I hate terrible triggers. Um, I just, I wouldn't do it. The OEM trigger? Yeah. Or the, wait, wait, is it in the Brownells kit? It's in the Brownells kit, but apparently it says it's OEM. Oh, okay. I'm the pretty OE- sure, I'm pretty the- sure Brownells just buys the Glock stuff and it's super cheap because they probably buy so much of it. Um, the Glock stuff is fairly hard to come by. So I, I think those kits, like the trigger, in my opinion, is a, a I mean, I, I think everybody's been, is a vital part. Um, some of the other parts may not be. In fact, my understanding is Anderson's actually manufacturing Glock lower parts kits. And I, I feel like a lot of the ones that are not branded out there or don't call out who makes certain parts are done by Anderson. Uh, not that there's anything wrong with that, but I have a, I have strong feelings about using OEM parts from doing some of the 80% stuff that I've done. Um, kind of looping back to your comment regarding Lone Wolf, Lone Wolf lower parts kits compared to an OEM lower parts kits, those triggers are mushy as shit compared to them. Um, well, I've, I've heard not good things about Lone Wolf. So I, you know, to be honest, I literally just put that in to see how cheap we could make a Glock build. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I wouldn't use lower, I wouldn't use Lone Wolf because I've heard so many bad things, but. I I would not, I'm hesitant to, there's certain parts. I own multiple of their slides. The slides are great. However, again, slide kits, lower parts kits, I I myself would not recommend anything after market to anyone. I would suggest OEM all day. So what I what I did want to tell everybody though, I have the uh, the CMC trigger on the way for this with the CMC. Let's see, CMC Glock trigger, um, which is honestly it looks dope. Uh, <laughs> it's one hundred and sixty three bucks. So <laughs> let's go with that. Uh, it looks fantastic. It's made here in the great uh, United Nations of um, Texas, which, to be honest, is the best state ever. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, I have that trigger on the way, and it's a complete drop-in trigger. Um, so I think that would actually be pretty sweet um, for this build uh, because I'll just I'll just remove the pins, drop this trigger in, and then I'll be good to go. And then uh, I want to see how that trigger is going to work out. Plus, I want to see if this gun is actually going to run because I, with my forty, with my forty-eight that I had made, um, I had some feeding issues with that. Now, going back to the forty-three X, I haven't had as many feeding issues, but I'm still having feeding issues, and I'm trying to um, narrow down if it's still the forty-eight or if it is the forty-three, um, or if I'm sorry, if it is the Shield Arms mag. So next, I'm going to try my OEM mags and my Glock forty-three. Um, on my next range day to see if I have any hiccups. Um, and if I have no hiccups with the with the standard, I will go back to the Glock 48 um, slide and barrel. And then I will see if I still have no hiccups. And if there are hiccups, then we know that the shield arms magazines are a no-go um, because I'm just, I'm running into too many problems. I'm, so, I'm telling you right now with the shield arms mags on my 43 and my 48, so they're just not good. To back up a second. Because I, I think I missed the beginning of this. You you have not, when you went out last with that, did you change anything or have you not run that since uh, since we talked last on this one? Are you talking about the 48? Yes. 
So the, I took the 48 barrel and the 48 slide off and I just, I went back to the 43 X and still having issues, still having issues. So I'm pretty sure it is the, the, the shield arms mags. If the shield, now here's the thing. If the, if it ends up being the shield arms mags, I'll just swap that out. Like that's not a problem. Um, and I'm, I do apologize. Cause I know we were talking about a Glock 19 before this, and I literally had my ADHD brain just wandered right into the 48. Um, so I apologize about that. Uh, if anybody doesn't know, I have severe ADHD, like it's terrible. So I apologize <laughs> for me to make a video. It takes me like three hours. Um, but to continue on the path of the 48, uh, the issue being with the 40, the 48, I had a, I have a threaded barrel from Brownells and a slide from Brownells. And I've heard that those cause problems. So I just, I was like, you know what, it's easier for me to swap that out than to swap out the magazine release on the Glock because that's a huge pain in the ass and I would not recommend that for anybody. Um, to go back to the polymer one to run the 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 straight up polymer magazines from um, that come with the Glock. So I wanted to do that. So now I think this will definitely give us an idea if um, the slides are are tight fitting with the barrels and stuff like that because running a Roscoe barrel, running a Brownell slide. Uh, on this 19 that we have in front of us, not the 48, we've moved on now. Uh, <clears throat> so I'm assuming now we'll be able to tell if the slides are a consistent problem across the board. Um, because uh, I have it on my 17. So here's the thing. I have it on my 17. I've never had a problem on my 17. Not, not even one problem. Brownell slide. One. Yeah. Brownell slide and Brownell's barrel on my 17. Not a single problem. It could be the paired set. Um, and I kind of talked to you slightly about this, but my understanding is that those slides are actually made to a match grade spec. And when you pair a match grade barrel, the tolerances are so tight across the two. What is it? What? Okay. So what does a match grade slide do? It's just a tolerance thing. I That makes absolutely no sense because all the tolerances, they're good. Like, it, I, I don't know how else. I think they fit that. tighter on the rails. I think the the hole that the barrel goes through. I don't know if there's some, you know, scientific name, um, but I think everything's a little tighter. Um, but I mean, I own the 34, I own the 26, 19, 17, uh, 19 long slide. You get the picture. I don't have so any I have issues. a question. This is a 19 frame. Get the 19 long slide. Chicks yeah. did long slide. I, I hate long slide guns. I don't like the 34. I think it looks hideous. Uh, okay, well, you won't want this then because it's like a 19 with a 17 slide. Ugh, that looks awful. Mine's, but in, you can mine's in woodland you can, camo. So you can actually run that with a just a standard 17 barrel. No. Different no. locking block. Oh, yeah. 19 and 17 have two different locking blocks, so you cannot interchange. From what I've read, if you stick a 17 barrel and try to fit that on a 19, good luck getting that off. You will probably be sawing that frame in half. Um, to no, at least don't do, do not slide. do that. Do not if do you that. do, I mean, no, don't do ever... a YouTube video because you'll get a lot, a lot, you'll get a lot of views for that. No, just 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 knock your pins out and pull your pull it apart okay i mean you can do that too but if if you were to you know if you do something crazy stupid people will watch 
That's yeah, what I'm you can just knock your you can knock your pins out, pull it apart. I think you could definitely do that. Think um, about think about how many people watched that woman saw that that AR barrel <laughs> and created an illegal SVR. She had so many people who just followed her every week, but no, she was an idiot. Um, <laughs> but I do like this gun. Like I I have I've held a few 19s and shot some 19s, but this honestly, I mean it's it's got a it's got a very vertical frame like it's got like the night the 2011 like kind of i was about to ask that is it a um because the the uh p80s are like a 1911 angle yeah um which honestly you know as i and maybe it's like i i've been wrote like i i ran p80s for years and years and years and then lately i've been shifting back to my my oem stuff and honestly, the OEM stuff feels better in my hand to me right now. I don't know if it's if there's a reason for that, um, shooting wise or or what. Uh, and the, I'm curious about the texturing on that SCT um, in comparison to the Brownells exclusive. So I'm probably gonna have to buy one. Brownells exclusive what? P80. They oh, have Brownells. more aggressive texture than the standard P80. This thing is stupid aggressive. Like this and is it's almost probably as... there. It's probably the same as the the P eighty texture. See, but that's the thing is, I, oh, sorry, the, all the Brown pictures, exclusive. all the pictures I've seen from Polymer eighty, it doesn't have this gas pedal up here by the front. Like it has, they don't it have. It has that, the no. shelf. It has the shelf, but it doesn't have any of the, um, any of the what do you call it? The the stippling. Um, the stippling is very aggressive on this gun. Like to the point where it, my skin cells are in there for like forever. So don't use this to commit crimes. Forever, ever? Yeah, like forever, ever. <laughs> um, so yeah, it, I mean, it's a it's a very very good piece of you know pistol. Like it's a it's a good piece. If you're looking for a side piece, this is definitely one of them. You know, and I you know I do want to go take this out to the range and shoot the ever loving piss out of it, especially with that CMC trigger. You know, my big question. Hmm. when are they dropping green I, you know what dude send me five <laughs> that's the thing man if they if they drop this thing in green i that's the problem is um my wife's gonna want one like i know my daughter will want one she likes green too oh my god i had to build her a complete od green back when od green wasn't really a thing oh wow okay when arrow precision was the only one making od green oh yeah. Speaking, oh, speaking of that, oh, complete sidetrack here. But they just dropped the 308 in OD green. The 308 uh, the, AR? The M5. Oh, okay. The Arrow M5 is now in OD green um, as well as the uh, M4E1. When you said 308, I thought they dropped their bolt gun. No, they dropped the, That's the, supposed to be the, out the AR-10 in... OD green. I saw that and I was like, oh, I need it. The the 308 uh, AR rifle from Arrow Precision is supposed to be out very soon. Like when's really soon? Apparently beginning of the year. Yeah, that's what EOTech claims on that uh, IR device too. I'm sure EOTech be... also claimed they were going to start shipping that freaking eFlex optic two weeks after yeah. the NRA convention. Exactly. And that didn't happen. So and here I'm still waiting on is cloud cloud defense can't keep up with anything. I it's no. bugging me. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna sidetrack here as much as cloud defense pulled a mod light and pissed me off. 
What was um, the, what was the mod light? So mod light straight up like held people hostage for like two years with their pistol light, and then came out with a pile of heaping shit uh, when it finally released to the market. I mean, I mean seriously, mod light could have sent you a turd, and it would have performed better than the PL three fifty light that everyone so graciously said is incredible and that we shouldn't complain about. Um, so I'm just gonna go ahead and say it like mod light. I love your flashlights, but your PL three fifty completely missed the mark. That was that was a complete hot pile of shit that you released, and I am embarrassed for you as a company. And it almost makes me not want to buy another flashlight of yours, specifically due to the fact that I just can't stand how ridiculous you are. Which is also why I'm going to be buying the Surefire X300 Turbo because Candela is king. And if you're buying flashlights specifically based off of lumens, or you buy an O light, don't talk to me. You're a garbage human being. Um, <clears throat> So also with this being said, uh, cloud defensive, if you are going to continue to tease the crap out of people and tell them about all this stuff and then not put anything into production or not give any actual details of things. Um, yeah, no, I'm sorry. I just don't care at this point. And I, I, I unfollowed them. I straight up, I straight up put up on there. I said, hashtag um, sounds like something mod light would say, or something like that was what my hashtag was under cloud defensive. And I swear to God, if not a day later, they came back and were like, uh, Oh no, like uh, we didn't mean to do this. So I don't know if they're listening or if they were, if they heard me say something or if they heard how pissed off I was, cause I talked to a few people about it, but cloud defensive, like you're, you're the low man on the scrotum pole today, because honestly, I'm just, I'm tired of, of companies thinking that they can just do that. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I love my rain, but the, um, the, we're going to release it this date. And then it turns out like a year and a half later or something. And yeah, I can understand all the testing in that don't give us a, a date of this is going to be released or a tentative date of like, oh yeah, it's going to be October or whatever. Like, no, you either have it ready or you don't have it ready. Well, I mean, and to if, be honest, it's why I didn't buy the MCH. It's why I did not buy the MCH. I bought a rain 2.0 and that was it. Like I didn't buy the MCH. I didn't buy any of that stuff because I was pissed at cloud. I mean, they right now they're teasing the, um, the connection to the IR device. Well, you know, and I haven't talked about this, but I just got the D-ball in. The thing's badass. My one big thing for Steiner is why the hell do you bother to put a screw to block the high setting for the visible laser? Everybody's going to pull that out. <laughs> but anyways, sidetrack there. So where I was going with this is, so Cloud keeps teasing, you know, we're going to have a light that you can now attached to your IR device and they keep giving you know, like blurred out pictures. I have zero faith that we will see that thing probably before the end of 2023, honestly, from the experience of watching the other stuff. Oh, wait, are they, are they actually saying that they're, they're releasing a light to go alongside with if They're releasing an IR light. So I have seen, multiple things the rain 2 is supposed to be rewired uh, and some of the earlier or sorry some of the later generation rain ones are supposed to be capable of changing out the um the back uh what do i want to call it the back you, you know the light terms the back cap 
And you're supposed to be able to, I believe, run that to your IR. That rain two specifically, they've called out that that was a function that was coming um, that is built in. It's just a matter of them providing that rear cap at this point. Um, I have also seen they're going to release a light that is it's scout based. It's a scout platform. So, oh, so it's not but, a proprietary platform. Correct. It'll, it'll utilize the scout stuff. Um, but again, like they put these teasers out there and it's just like teaser after teaser and, and everybody wants this stuff and it, rightfully said, so, like people see something new, they hop all over it, but honestly, don't put those teasers out there until it is about time to release. Like you put a teaser out there and then you put a tentative date out there that doesn't you, like you keep moving the goalpost. You just pe piss people off. Well, that's the thing. I'm pretty sure I posted on here. I was like, sounds like something mod light would say like, and they straight up like removed my comment. Like, you know, what happens. I totally get it. Like you didn't, you didn't like getting called out. Totally understand. Um, but it's like, don't, my thing was, I was just so pissed. I was like, I was like, Oh, you pulled a mod light. Like, I'm sorry. Like you, you straight up, you're, you're doing exactly what mod light did for almost two years to the, to the gun community. And they're not in high regard for a lot of people right now. Now, granted, there are a lot of people out there who may absolutely love, um, mod light and i do love mod light i think they are a great flashlight company but my my issue being is they teased and prodded the the gun community for well over a year and a half um and pissed off a lot of people and made people not want to buy their stuff so there we go yeah that's that's it don't uh don't tease until it's about time to release all right speaking i, of, I think speaking of teasing um we're gonna go into a uh good lord so many people um <clears throat> we're gonna go some in. some reason jeopardy just popped in my head like there was about to be some questions or something do, 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 do. we're gonna go into reviews um yes we only have one um so if you want to leave a review if you're one of the listeners please leave us a review um we love 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 uh getting listener feedback so you can talk to me all you want or you can tell me how terrible of a human being i am um like that one guy did so there we go <clears throat> uh ooh, who are uh one review who came back and i'm blanking richard dick thunder dick thunder uh <laughs> I, you said something on a previous cast that i feel like we were waiting on a response for did we get a response no but he i i did talk to him i just can't remember who it is i talked to this guy uh, okay. he said that he didn't want he didn't want a patch so um jay winth um he already has this patch so i can't really give him the patch either for the review so i'm sorry jay win um but the uh the, did he use the magic word majestic no he did not um <clears throat> if you leave a review and you send me the magic word of majestic uh and it's and you're someone who is not in the same industry that i'm in uh that has access to the same patches that i have uh, I will send you a Brownells patch of your choosing. I have a couple different colors and I'll send it to you. Um, and yeah, you'll enjoy that. So um, Jay Wint on Thursday wrote us a review and it says, good guys and good times. 
Um, well, that's a little weird, Jay Wenth, but okay, we'll go with good guys and good times. Um, <clears throat> so Jay Wenth is one of the guys who, uh, he has a, a shout out to him and squad drills, by the way. Um, so him got Gamage, Triggered Dad, uh, Fireman. and These gains. These gains. I, dude, I always want to call him Darius. Uh, Isn't that his name? Oh, wait, that's his name. That's his name. I'm sorry. Yeah. These gains. Um, so all those guys are part of uh, the thing. And we're actually, I'm going to try to have them on all of them. The problem is, is that Millar's internet connection is going to take a dump. Um, the moment it is I right get, now. <laughs> <laughs> the moment I get one of them on. So, um, so Jay Wentz left this uh, five-star review. It says podcast is an easy listen where the hosts talk about everything with no fear of topic. The, uh, the dynamic is a good mix uh, as the guys complement each other with their different backgrounds and experiences. Good fun to listen to and easily relatable. Thank you, Jay Wenth. Um, it sounds honestly like you were a white kid from Florida. So um, when you left that review, so thank you so much. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, we, I mean, we definitely, uh, we got to get those guys on because it would be a, a good time to, um, I mean, it's always good to hear a different perspective, especially on like our. Well, those guys are hardcore pistol guys, and I really Correct. want it. I want to get them out and do a rifle class. Like I, I mean, want... they're, they're diving into the the long range stuff now. From what I'm I saying. need to get them out here, and we need to do a rifle class with them because I have some rifles that need a room. that. That would be a blast, actually, to get everybody back together from that group and do a like a carbine course. Oh hell yeah! I'm assuming because you keep seeing rifle, but. You're referring to carbine, just to be clear here. What's the difference? I mean, we're talking like an AR, okay, not like a rifle. All, so it's a long range, long range rifle. Uh, okay. I'm talking about a rifle course with rifles where we shoot people with rifles. No, no, we shoot targets. <laughs> we could shoot people. I mean, <laughs> that was a joke. Take my God, joke my, God. <laughs> my God, um, anyways, my God. Anyway, so my OK Industries back, back to the P PG side here. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that would be a great time to uh, to get them back together and yeah, make some steel ring. Um, yeah, no, they're, they're or, or rip some paper. With <laughs> yeah, which I would say they can help me run a Glock 19 better, and I can help them run a rifle better, and then yeah. we'll all get like. We'll get Kevin Dixie. Bullseyes. We'll all get bullseyes training. together. Yeah, bullseyes. Yep. Yeah. Except for you, because you shoot really slow. Yeah, to the left. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was what it was hanging. Um. <laughs> Always. <laughs> but, um, yeah, yeah, no, I, that was that was pretty sweet of you, man. Thank you for for writing the review. I'll be sure to send you hugs and kisses some at some point. Um, uh kind of looping back to that whole thing too i am i'm pretty excited to test the predator armor this weekend oh yeah i've tested the crap out of mine now i'm just trying to get them to send me more um so i'm going to take a different angle on the test and we've somewhat touched on this in previous casts but velocity i'm looking at velocity and penetration not mass and penetration because in my mind you can take that nine millimeter you can run the 115 grain you can run you know 124 147 whatever you want to run all of those are not going to penetrate 45 is not going to penetrate wah wah um 380 not going to penetrate 
I mean, what'd you go up to? Uh, 454 Sewell. What was the velocity on that round? I don't fucking know. A butt ton. A metric butt ton. I would love to know what the velocity is. If you have a chance to look that up. Coming out um, of a two-inch barrel. So. <laughs> That's what she um, said. Um, yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so I, I went out and, you know, as I said, I'm not focusing on the, the size of the round. I'm literally going to run 22 it, it might make it through this test. Uh, I might go back and run some more. I have access to um, like a 45, which again, it's not going to penetrate. I'd be glad to shoot it for everybody's satisfaction with a 45. Um, but I, I just, I think the, I want to, I want to hit it with some velocity with a small round. So I got some 22. That's like 800 okay. feet per second. To, and I want to see what it does. So I don't know what their barrel length is, um, but the 300 grain Hornady XTP, which was what I was shooting, it said 19, 1933. I'm going to go with 15 to 1600 because I'm assuming they probably shot that out of an eight inch barrel. I mean, they, if that penetrated at that, that's crazy. Actually, so no, it didn't. The 454 Casul did not penetrate. The oh, 357 okay. Magnum, penetrated but it's i'm pretty sure it's only because i knocked off some of the kevlar in that area oh okay so but but um so the 357 magnum kind of went to the edge of the plate and i should have shot it in the center um so it's okay it's okay we all we all deviate some yeah so but well i hit where i was aiming So that, that's the thing is like with the nine millimeter that was out of my MP 2.0, I used 124 grain, um, uh, the federal punch. And I used the, I used 124 grain of the, uh, seller and billet. Oh crap. Mm. It's getting late. I know, man, I should, we should have recorded this like an hour ago. <laughs> um, but I used the 124 grain of the cellar and Bellet, and that um, that didn't penetrate either. And then I I shot it probably I shot it with an 85 grain open tip match round, which did which did penetrate, and a uh, 55 grain 223 round, which also penetrated. But it's only a level three plate, so I don't even I don't even I don't. Well, even it's a it's a level three soft, so it's not really rated for 223. I mean that that stuff is going to penetrate, and that's where my thought process around velocity and trying to look at it from a different perspective comes from because like everybody focuses on the big rounds, but yeah, somebody could roll up with like a 17 HMR. You have a high velocity round could be small ballistics on it. Good, good. And it's going to go right through. It's not a matter of the mass of the, I mean, the mass plays a factor in certain aspects. I think, I think think 17 HMR will punch through one of those plates. Correct. It will. It will. Yeah, because it it's, it's super fast. Yeah, it's like 2,000 feet per second. It's velocity. Yeah. I'll, it's the same as like... And, will 5.7 go through it? I don't know what the velocity is, but I would think so. I think it's like 2,200 feet per second or something. It could. I mean, that, that's, that's what I want to look at because I feel like, honestly... Everybody posts these reviews and nothing against your review. Like you, you, you hit it with a bunch of rounds, which I, I enjoyed watching it. 
I did but, mine for entertainment factor. Like, do not, t- do not. Okay. Oh, trust me. I got, I got some plans for entertainment factor. I can't discuss, but yeah. you're, if you don't follow me on Instagram, you're probably going to want to follow me. <laughs> yeah. Fo- definitely. Follow it's time. Most of the time I'm bored out of my mind, but I'm waiting for this one. So, um, <laughs> Uh, um, I will say though, like I just want to give a quick disclaimer. They sent that armor out for testing, but they did not know how or what I was going to test it with. And they sent that armor out specifically so that way I can destroy it. My intention was to destroy that armor, was to destroy the ever loving piss out of that armor. And to be honest, I would buy another plate tomorrow. I t- totally would. I do want them to send another one out for more destructive testing because I literally want to shoot it with a lot of stuff like i got i got a ton of stuff i want to shoot that thing with so um don't like don't take don't take predator armor like predator armor made a fantastic plate and that plate held up really well but what i did was literally to destroy that plate like i wanted to destroy it yeah that's what we're both trying to do here i mean it's testing it's not we're trying to see what it is, it, what it will hold up to. And and we're going yeah. to beat the shit out of it. We're going to beat the shit out of it more than your standard test. Because and what, like, people, you... what people also didn't see from that, by the way, is I'm going to let you guys in on a little secret with the Predator armor. That actually took five rounds of that 454 Casul. No oh, problem. Yeah. Like it, it was destroyed. I mean, destroyed. After I put all that stuff up there, I restapled all that to a, another cardboard piece, and I shot five rounds of that 454 Casul into it, and it did not. It took every round. Granted, it was weak. One of them did. You could see it start tearing open the the Kevlar, and I mean, it is trashed Kevlar. I mean, by the time I left the range, I think it was awful. Um, but no, it's that that held up really well. But go yeah. ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, so I, I mean, I'm planning on testing it, like I said, but I want, I want to approach it from a different aspect than what I've seen most people on YouTube doing, which is more looking at the velocity um, than doing a mass size. Because, like I said, everybody's gonna, everybody jumps on your standard carry rounds, your nine millimeter, three hundred eight, your forty five, um, and then jumping into, you know the other stuff that you tested. Um, but I'm curious to hit it with uh, 22 with a high velocity, um, potentially. Well, a, I hit it with two 22 high velocity rounds. I hit it with the minimum. How mags. high velocity? Um, let me go get them. All right. Yeah, because that's uh, the ones I picked up yesterday. I am running um, 1,850 feet per second um which were ccis and then i picked up a 1650 so that i can incrementally kind of increase and we can see what even that small 22 round does uh against body armor at soft body armor um at those velocities i 1850 i still feel like it's going to hold up to be honest which is why i feel and i think i mentioned this a little earlier that it might be a two segment video because i don't have access to the 17 hmr this weekend um but i'd be interested to add that into the picture and then do the same thing kind of incrementally increase velocity all right so this was 1500 feet per second okay yeah i have like uh 1850 
Okay. Okay. So yours is a little bit more. What do you have? Uh, CCI. Stingers? Uh, the copper ones. I I got. Um, These I are got Remington. Two, I got two separate Gallagher. ones. Yeah, I got two separate ones. I have one that is 1650 and then one that's 1850 so that I can incrementally increase the velocity. Um, I mean, it'll take a shitload of 22. I, I literally, like, I, I unloaded some rounds in there. I had the CCI mini mags, which I think were 1400, and then these were 1500. So that sounds right for the mini mags, I think. Um, but yeah, that was my game plan was incrementally increased velocity 1850 is probably about the max you're going to see out of like a rimfire 22 um so i'm i'm probably gonna have to shift to a 17 hmr which i don't have access to this weekend um but i i definitely i want to hit it from a different angle um the review uh then or the test that that uh, like most people would do I'm curious to hit it with the small round and look at the velocity side of things. So interesting. So, what is what like like? So are you going to use any of like the uh, high velocity nine millimeter rounds? But how like what is the what is a high velocity nine millimeter round? Because I don't feel like I've seen one that is in that realm of you know like eighteen hundred feet per second. I don't think it's a going to be that high velocity, but the Underwood, the Underwood Super Penetrator, whatever that thing is, that thing is a high velocity nine millimeter round. I'm pretty sure that's a plus P. Um, I, I've got some uh, plus P plus. <laughs> I, I I was researching running that stuff, and basically, it sounds like no companies will approve running p plus plus because it's outside of like the industry standards that are set um yeah so i i you could you might see one of those go potentially uh through my ar9 through it but yeah. would an ar9 actually hold up to plus p plus or are you gonna you plan on blowing out a barrel everything i'm reading i'd be fine they're saying your rec- I would think a nine a uh, AR nine barrel is probably more sturdy than a pistol barrel. I got so much shit too on that damn thing. Uh, uh, when I when I tested the four fifty four Casul round, yeah, I, I get so many people who are like, um, let me see, let me go to that video and find the comments. Okay, <laughs> hang on to that revolver. It ain't the same as handling a Big Mac and the large fries, boy. And I was like, Whopper. I like Whopper with cheese <laughs> and, and bacon and bacon right you always got to throw the bacon on uh, uh somebody wrote uh, shooting that gun in an eight inch is a task couldn't imagine that snubby so that guy that guy actually wasn't a dick um some guy wrote laughs in 450 460 magnum i don't even know what that is i wrote i'll shoot everything once he said i recommend he said i recommend letting your arm absorb the recoil instead of your wrist alone bend the elbow or it and it will change your life um and then somebody wrote love their four six same i love mine 360 grain buffalo bore out of a five inch 460 like big bore gun people are weird oh this guy this guy's hilarious zero practical application for this caliber short barrel combination and i'm like i agree but bears tend to not like it like <laughs> I, I mean i i fully expect could because Again, all most of the reviews, I was going to say all, but I think most of the reviews I've seen, everybody approaches these tests 
hitting with different calipers, but I, I really want to try that different angle and hitting it at velocity. And I'm expecting there'll be some comments like, why the hell are you doing this? Well, because velocity is the difference. Oh, velocity. Like, yes. But I mean, I think, you know, you get a pretty high velocity nine millimeter plus P round in there. I'm pretty sure you could probably maybe not defeat it, but you could, you could hit it enough times to weaken it in a certain spot. I mean, the 357 went through not too bad. Um, the 454 Casul, you know, that's a big honking round. Um, I mean, it's holding up to some solid stuff. So, I mean, like you said, it's, it's a pretty, it's a durable plate. It, it's, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I, I'm, I'm pretty excited about this. I've wanted to do armor testing for a while. Um, so definitely huge thank you to, to Predator Armor for that. Cause that is, uh, I, I'm, I'm pretty pumped about this. I, I'm still trying to wrap my head fully around what I want to do. Um, and like I said, because I'm trying to stick with the smaller rounds and higher velocity, this might turn into a multi-video um, test. Mm-hmm. I did wish that Predator Armor like gave us a code to give out to people to like buy it like 10% off or something like that. Like I feel like that would help with purchasing. You know, so some people just want a deal, even though they know it's a good deal. Like they still want to see, like, oh, you're getting 10% off, you know, like, you know. Yeah. I, I mean, we just gotta we gotta follow up. Um, because I think I'd asked that question. Um, and then I didn't, you know, I didn't really follow up. So I gotta I gotta follow up with that. But I, I'd like to get my testing for that knocked out. Uh, additionally, and we talked about this on the last thing, but, um, I got to get my re- review together for the Mantis. I almost blanked out on what I was talking about. I don't even know how you're going to review that. To be honest, man, uh, does it work? I uh, I think it's awesome, but I, um, I, I want to look at the, I think you're looking at it from the, the part aspect they they're more interested in me showing like the app aspect and the diagnostic tool of it um which i'm, I'm gonna get that together i'm still again trying to wrap my head around that as somebody that's as analytical as myself um how i'm going to do that how I'm, i mean how i'm gonna video it because you really need to have you video of you with the target so you can actually see it on the target. The other thing that I couldn't completely wrap my head around is obviously you have your um, height over bore. So kind of like a bore sight, your, your laser from the barrel is never going to align with your sight. So it's always going to be two, two and a half inches below where your sight well, is. Yeah. Shouldn't that where it shouldn't, you shouldn't you be zeroing it the same way you would zero your rifle, not at a hundred yards, but not sure i fully grasp that like in the sense of using a bore yeah in this in the sense of using a bore sight yes it's literally like a bore sight like you turn that thing on full it's straight out the the barrel you can adjust your um elevation but as soon as you start messing with that elevation as soon as you get out of the realm that is not straight through the barrel um you start to get how would you describe it? Like it like splinters out, if mm. that makes sense. Or like okay. you get like reflection off of the rifling almost. Okay. Um, so you could see that it's not straight through. Um, that was I I messed around with it because I was trying to see like 
honestly watching their YouTube on it and them saying that it didn't align, it didn't click for a little bit. And then I, I think I had to like say it out loud in a certain way that I was like, oh shit, like those, it's literally not going to be, I can't drive it all the way up. So it aligns with my, my dot on my EOTech. Um, yeah, you're not supposed to. For some reason, I, in my mind, I was thinking I needed to, to do so, but that's not an option. I don't know, but yeah, so I, I, I played around with it. I'm testing it out. You know, that's what it was sent for me to test it out. So I, I've now, I figured out how to, uh, how I should have it sighted in, which is just basically if that thing's coming straight out the barrel, you're good to go. All right. We need to move on. You need to talk about the news. We, we did that earlier. No, we didn't. I did. I brought it up earlier. We need, yeah. We talked about the guns and gadgets thing. Oh. You had one other thing. You had one other thing on KE arms that we do need to jump into. Um, I can't remember what that was because you were going to cover it. Uh, no, K arms was last week. I thought you were talking about like something that they Geisley triggers and Arasaka mounts because Geisley triggers are on sale at Brownells, and I got an Arasaka mount um, from. I thought K E Arms just bought something that was like. I thought that's what you were telling me earlier. No, I think you're dreaming. I'm probably dreaming. Okay, I think you it's been a long dream. week. It's been a long week. Yeah, no. So I um, <laughs> I have uh, my mall cough on. Uh, oh yeah, we got to hear about this. I have my mall cough. So on my BNT GHM nine, I finally have kind of like a way to set up my light. Um, but I do need to get an eighteen three fifty mount instead of the eighteen six fifty mount. So I need to get a shorter mount. So if anybody wants to send out an eighteen three fifty mount, I could totally do some testing on that guy. Um, but I have my Molkoff E2XTL head on top of the 18650 body set up with my mod button light um, little activator with my Arasaka um, scout mount on here, which is a vertical one. Um, so originally, huge pain in the ass piece that I'm going to cover here real quick. Um, originally, I bought a mod button in OD Green limited edition um, because it's cool um, and it's the same price as the normal mod button. And I bought it because I thought I was going to be able to run it with this combination of, of light. The only problem is, is that um, on the BNT GHM9, the rail is actually too big to run a mod button light or to run a mod button. Um, so you can only run like a mod button light set up to where it'll either run um, Picatinny on the top rail or you could run it on the side with the M-lock mount if that's what you want to do, but I'm not doing that. So um, I had to get a vertical Arasaka mount, so Brownells came to the rescue with that. Um, thank you, Brownells. And then we have the uh, 18650 light body, but at, at some point I will go get the 18350 light body and uh, put that on there because I really want to run um, a shorter light on this guy because just because it's too long. Like I'm, I'm all about extended battery life, but I mean, it does look kind of dumb that the light sticks out so much farther. And I don't have a can on here yet. Um, because How long does the battery run? What's the life? On this guy, I think with the Malkoff, I think we're looking at close to two hours. On high or like, or to it's dead? All, it's it, to dead. I think, I think you'll get two hours to dead. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, I think it'll, it stays at max output, I think for five minutes in constant. And then oh. you, and then. What batteries is it? It's an 18650. Okay. But this is the Malkoff E2 XT head. 
Uh, I'm surprised you aren't getting more out of that. What do you mean? Like my my cloud. I, I when I my, with my owl, I actually I specifically left it on to see how long I could get out of it because there's you know x number of hours that you can run on high um or x amount of time that you can run on a high but i had that thing on for i don't know seven hours really? before it died yeah I, I was i was pretty shocked myself because looking at the, the well, website they always it call appears, out appears millar has died with his audio um so we're gonna mute him um so <laughs> you can run you can run it for seven hours is what you said? Yes. All right. You got to turn off your video. Um, so you can run it for, for seven hours. So I think that's, I think that's pretty decent. I'd like to know the performance at seven hours. I think the performance at seven hours would definitely um, be different than like the performance at like hour one, you know? Yes. Ah, there you go. You sound so much better now. You lost my sex appeal in the video, but yep. um, yes, I'm back. I'm back, well, bitches. Uh, anyways, so yeah, I, I, I mean, what I wound up looking at on CloudSite was that the, um, I think the the time that they give on there is for you to run on high. So if they say like an hour and a half, ninety minutes or whatever, that is. It, doesn't it always run high? There's no low button on the on the owl, right? theoretically yes what do you mean theoretically but i think in the way that the light is operating it's running to that max capacity but you're only going to get 90 minutes or and i keep throwing a number out there but i need to look at the website to firm what the actual number is before the battery is not capable of pushing that much power to be at the high power I don't know. I have no idea. That's what makes sense to me about it, at least. Um, I do know that this light will run for two hours. That's what they say. I have no idea. You got to run it, dude. Send it. Just like you said, we're out here to test stuff. That's why I got. Thing. That's I why I bought this twenty-five dollar gear clip well, that you can probably hear thing. me touching. <laughs> here's the thing: if if that's what we're saying, then this light has run for like three months without a charge. Because I'm literally just no no just on. just straight turn it on and run it through the night. I literally just set the thing next to me, just let it run. It was like Forrest Gump. It was just running. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't really care. It's a pretty sweet light and it's very nice. I highly recommend people go out and buy Malkoff lights because um, they're cheaper than all the other ones out there. And Malkoff just puts out good stuff and he doesn't tease you with a bunch of stupid things like cloud defensive or mod light. Yeah, I mean, I might need you to help me put something together that plugs into my IR device because uh, if they're going to keep teasing me, I, I want something now. I, I think you're just going to have to wait, man. You're screwed. Just wait? Just wait. But I think we're done. I think we're out. I'm going to go to bed. I'm going to be up for work tomorrow. So I still get some food in me. Um, uh, well, I ate, so I'm good. <laughs> pretty on. I'm always on the run. So... <laughs> Well, you all have a good night. Uh, Millar, what do you say? Run suppressed, a blast. And I always say, party like you're from Florida. Have a good one.